no, it was hilarious. The guy behind me. So we're watching it in the movie, and then I forget what scene it was where she does like a turn. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the dude behind me just says, damn. They build them different in Wakanda. (laughs) (laughs) All right, gentlemen. Well, let's take a sip. Happy Aloha Wednesday. Cheers, cheers. 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 Cheers, cheers. Thanksgiving Eve, I guess we could call it, right? <laughs> yeah. We <go. laughs> As we're recording this, the day on, before uh, the feast, the day before, right? Eleven twenty-three. Uh, but welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Under the Mango Leaves podcast, uh, where today we're going to be talking about it's finally here, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Uh, we finally got the sequel uh, to the what was it, twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen? Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen original. Um, and yeah, what a what a roller coaster of a movie it was. Um, so, my name is George. I'm your host, coming at you from Los Angeles, California, and I'm joined as always by my two good friends, Keith and Keola. Keith in Idaho, and Keola coming from Hawaii. So, how are you? How are you guys doing right before Thanksgiving, man? What's what's going on? How's uh how's Hawaii, Keola? Hawaii's doing good. It's cooling down, as you can see. I'm wearing well, you can't see because it's an audio medium, but <laughs> as you two but can thanks see. Thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for watching. Um, yeah. I'm wearing an actual shirt as opposed to the usual tank top. So uh, it's kind of chilly. Been actually using a blanket. Well, one foot in the blanket, one foot out mm-hmm. style. So you can uh, oh. do the heat regulation. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Thanksgiving prep has got me kind of stressed right after this. You're getting into it. Uh, excited for tomorrow. But Hawaii's good, man. Good, dude. Awesome to hear it, man. And yeah, actually, I did notice you're wearing a shirt, but then I just assume you're not wearing pants. So I didn't want to bring it up. Winnie the so. Pooh style, just straight up. Tank top, stomach hanging out. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Keith, uh, are the potatoes frozen? What's going on? Man, everything is frozen here. It's 30s during the day, 20s at night. My balls are cold. <laughs> during the day. My toes My are goodness. cold. It's yeah, just dude. brutally, brutally, brutally cold here. And it's just, I, I don't think we're going to get a break until spring, so... Yeah, Kiola. So, can you please uh, stop telling me how gorgeous it is? To, uh, oh, the place where it's I used so to cold, live. Keith. It's so cold. There was seventy nine earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote me that just before I went in with the patient. You were talking about the weather, and you're like, "Yeah, it's seventy nine degrees." I'm like, "Fuck you, so hard." But I love you, but God damn it, I want to go home. Right. George, yeah, how is it? Uh, I so it gets down to maybe the high fifties, like you know, low sixties here. And I was hanging out with a friend yesterday in a peat coat. I was like, bro, like, come on. It's, it's, re- I mean, it's like barely 50s. Like, I don't, I mean, I have one, but it's like for the low 50s, like high 40s, I would say. I think that's fair. I think that's right. Fair. But I mean, it's LA. So, you know, who am I to judge? So I'm trying not to, uh, you know, come off uh. as that, as that guy that, like, oh, I lived in winters in Japan. Like, I, you know, I'm not, that's not me. That's not me. But yeah, no, Los Angeles is fine. It was like 73, I think, today. Perfect. I took a walk outside around like noon to pick up some food. It was, yeah, it was awesome. Um, That's awesome. Uh, it was 36. I went outside uh, for lunch and almost froze to death. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, there are perks to, um, you know, living in the winter wonderland. I kind of like that it's getting colder. Certain mm-hmm. things are more enjoyable, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, always great to, to see you guys. I know uh, this is not our usual time, right? We've had, uh, you know, some conflict or schedule conflicting issues. And, um, but I'm glad we've all, we all finally got to see the movie um and it's unfortunate you know we got to see avengers together but you know at least we can always come back and talk about it and uh this is the end of phase five right what a what a phase of, i'm sorry phase four phase, phase four four, mm-hmm. four, phase four. four. sorry sorry getting ahead of myself getting ahead of myself um but yeah let's um let's just kind of jump right into it like our, our initial thoughts like what we what we felt about it i know it was uh obviously from the get-go going to be a little bit more emotional than your average marvel movie um mm-hmm. but yeah, I guess that's up to Nivo's interpretation. But actually, before we do start, I do want to apologize. Uh, my mic broke again, so I'm using my <laughs> iPhone to speak to it. So if there's some audio quality kind of question marks, um, I need I need to figure out how to get a new mic or something because the cables just keep. I, I don't understand what I'm doing. Like, am, am I manhandling these things? And like, it, aggressive it masturbation. Working? Yeah, jeez, man. <laughs> I, I think it's the beard. George, How am I supposed that you to become stronger with the beard? <laughs> it could could be. It, it's been. So- but, Freaking annoying. It's Black uh, Friday. 
Black Friday this Friday, so there's your uh, there's your yeah. Mic. Actually, that's not a bad idea, man. Maybe I just get a new mic because a new a new cable's like fifteen dollars, almost such the a same. Yeah, yeah. I might, Go to the Target. Four or five cables. You know, you might as well just get a new, new freaking mic. So, exactly. Anyways, yeah. Let's anyways jump into our initial thoughts. So, kill. Let's let's start with you, man. How'd you feel about the film? Uh, initial thoughts. I thought as a standalone film, it was it was fine. I enjoyed it. I thought that they did. Uh, given the circumstance, I think that Ryan Coogler and uh, the whole production team, everybody did a really good job, considering mm-hmm. the fact that they had already written the entire speech, the, the entire script, and then had to retool because you know a right. couple weeks later, to, yeah, uh, Chadwick yeah. Boseman passes away. So uh, I think given the circumstances, stances, it was amazing. Um, I was more excited because I, I thought that there were some clunky parts, and we'll get into that. But I mm-hmm. was uh, really excited because of all the Phase Four stuff. This seems to have uh, set up the laid out the more the most threads for other stuff to jump okay. off or like launching sure. other other properties uh you know more storylines into the larger mcu you um, mm-hmm. have you have we talked about it a couple weeks ago loki that kind of sets up kang and stuff and that's really important but this had as far as quantity goes i think had the most new storylines that are going to be linked to this movie so i thought that was really exciting sure yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there were a lot of characters, obviously some new introductions with Namor and Riri Williams. The universe just keeps getting bigger, right? So 110% agree. Uh, Keith, what, what were your thoughts? I just didn't like it that somebody was uh, cutting onions in the beginning of that movie in, in the theaters. There was somebody there. I mean, it was, Someone. I think, yeah, I think it's the very first thing that we saw, how we saw the uh, the Marvel Studios, how it was all him in the purple. Yeah. Yeah. And it was sad. The and, and they kind of just dove right into him passing away. You know, she's trying to save him. And that really, uh, yeah, kind of a knife to the heart right there. Yeah. But overall, for me, I gave it an eight. I thought it was great. Wasn't as great mm-hmm. as the first one, but nothing could beat the first one. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah. But sure. Neymar was amazing. Uh, Angela Bassanet, uh, the queen of Wakanda. If she doesn't get an Oscar for this role, mm-hmm. there's something going on. She did a powerful performance, and I was, I was sad to see her go, but I think uh, Riri was kind of forced in there. There wasn't really – I don't know why she was even in the movie for, my, for, mm. for me. I, Interesting. Okay. It's just kind of That's forced. That's but Yeah. Yeah. But I liked it. I like Neymar. I mean, just comic book accurate all the way down to those little wings on his feet. Oh, you mean the portrayal? Yeah. The yeah. betrayal, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was great. It was a good yeah. overall movie, not as good as the first one, but we knew it wasn't going to be. But like Kyola mm-hmm. said, a piggyback of what he said, setting up the young Avengers, seeing uh, T'Challa's son at the end, Riri Williams, setting up so many future properties. Loved it. Good launching point. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's funny that you we both all we're all agreeing that this is a launching point, and yet it is closing a phase, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I guess that's always kind of the case, though. Is they always kind of Except for Avengers Endgame, where we didn't really get too much of a hint of the future, aside from maybe, you know, Sam Wilson becoming uh, Captain America. Aside from that, you know, there were, it was more closing storylines and finishing them off and like opening things up. But Mm -hmm. yeah, so um, I I agree that like, we kind of have to preface it with given the circumstances, right? Because it's not really fair to say, you know, this is a direct sequel in in the sense that all the other ones have been just because of the, the passing of Chadwick Boseman. So given that, I thought it was like a pretty incredible way to follow up and it felt like authentic. And I like that from the get-go, they turned kind of this like horrible situation into something that kind of can drive a character, right? So Shuri's motivation is to save her brother. And then when she can't, all of a sudden now, you know, we totally understand her character in a very different light from the kind of happy-go-lucky Shuri from the first one, right? I mean, the, 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 the change in her character is, is just it's night and day. Um, and I really was surprised how she carried this movie. I was worried about that. I really was like, I was kind of thinking yeah. maybe M'Baku takes the mantle, you know, maybe Nakia no, no. takes the mantle. I was okay with, with, but Shuri, Shuri won me over in the end. And uh, overall I was, I was very pleased with, with how the, the story progressed. Yeah. So obviously there's, uh, there was some clunkiness and I honestly thought two hours and 43 minutes or whatever it is, was a bit long for, for this kind of movie, even though there was a lot kind of packed in, mm-hmm. uh, but loved going to Talokan, loved, the introduction of Namor. Um, yeah, uh, Angela Bassett's Ramonda was insane, and I did not see uh, uh, her passing away coming. I, I, that, I was no. like, really? We're going to start with a death? And then, like, another one? Like, oh, man. And then, of course, we had the uh, the phenomenal um, cameo 
of uh, the the great Michael B. Jordan, which I, I think we all knew was coming. Killmonger, come on! But, how they, but how they got it in was great. How, how they really fit it in there, I'm like, okay, this isn't fan service. This absolutely makes sense. Like she wants to burn down the world, and that's exactly what he wanted to do, right? So, yep. A lot of a lot of really really good writing, a really really good kind of connecting the dots here. And then, like you said, Gila, like who knows what the future holds, man? We got some some cool stuff to look forward to. So, uh, yeah. I, I don't want to give it a number, but I really, I enjoyed it a lot. And I saw it in 3D, actually, because I'm kind of, uh, I was getting ready for Avatar next uh, next month. <laughs> so <laughs> Warm up. How was it in 3D? in 3D? Was it good? Uh, it was fine. Yeah, it was good. It was a little dark for some of the, the places. Like, underwater is very dark. Uh, it was very hard to kind of see because, like, you know, even when I took the glasses off, it was still dark. So that's the only thing about 3D is, like, it's, it's difficult to see anything that's, like, less than bright as hell. Because that's yeah. kind of just how the, the technology works currently. So I'm really curious to see how it's going to work in, in Avatar. But it, it was fine. Like, kind of after the first, like, 10, 15 minutes, you stop noticing. Nice. Like, you really... And, and it wasn't made for 3D, right? So there aren't these, like, scenes where, like, you know, a shark is flying at your mm-hmm. face. Or, you know, Riri Williams <laughs> is, like, coming out of the screen. Like, there's nothing like that. So, but yeah, okay. it, was, it was fine. And I really, I did it because um, I forgot to get tickets. And it was, like easy to get that for opening day imax 3d and i was like this is gonna be a banger movie right but why not yeah. so anyways yeah nice, enjoyed man. it I, it looks like we all enjoyed it so I'm, I'm glad about that right we don't have any um really like super negative things to say about it uh but yeah well, so uh, little, oh keith no saying the, i think the only thing that we were hoping that we would see but i'm glad we didn't see is i'm glad we didn't see dr doom in this oh it been well, too the many. rumors the rumors yeah, yeah i'm glad we didn't it would it, it would have it would just messed it up. I don't know. I, I love the ending. I love how we got to see the, uh, you know, his son at the end. I think that was absolutely beautiful and perfect. I'm glad yeah. we didn't see Dr. Doom. One, that was me. One, I mean, if you guys have read any of the interviews that uh, Coogler has done uh, since the movies come out, one of the interesting things is that people thought like, oh, you know, they just shoehorned in his son. Apparently that was always in the script. That was in the, the first script. Yep. So, I mean, it makes sense to be in this. And honestly, like, come on. The, the the first movie ended with him and Nakia, like, actually hooking up and him giving her what she wanted. Like, why wouldn't the next natural step be, you know, come on. Come right. on, come on. Yeah. It's Nakia. Have you Let's seen her? Come on. Oh, I yeah. give her everything. <laughs> so, I give her my house. Anyway, <laughs> I, I thought, I, I wasn't bothered by that at all. I thought that made perfect sense. And I love that we'll get him at some point in the future, although he's quite young, right? He's like five years old right now, something like that. Yeah, so he would be, he would be, so she left before the snapture. So before Infinity War would have been when she had taken off. So you have those five years. This is taking place uh, around the same time as like uh, No Way Home. So it's like six or like a year after. Right? Yeah, exactly. So in that, so he's no probably older than six. eight, oh, a little older than five. So in that five to eight range, yeah. for sure. Perfect age to uh, set up the Young Avengers, though. Oh, I thought it was interesting. Coogler, uh, he he talked about it, how this is going to be perfect because it it's it's an interesting way to handle the passing of a, a real life actor. Right. Because um, you had Chadwick pass away like in real life and they didn't in that original movie, in that original storyline, uh, T'Challa in the comics actually is kind of what T'Challa 2.0 is going to go through where he's not raised. He didn't grow up in Wakanda. So yes. T'Challa oh, in the comic okay. books grows up in the United States. And then it's because T'Chaka dies that he ends up going to Wakanda. So there, there's that, oh, the duality of who he is, right? He's he's grown mm-hmm. up away, so he's a foreigner. And then he's also you know now charged with lead, leading a nation, which is going to be perfect. So even Kugler talks about it. Well, we'll just do that for the son, right? So now T'Challa, uh, Toussaint, which is his, I guess, what he goes by right now in, uh, in Haiti, yeah. Toussaint is going to be that storyline where they're going to deal with that whole process of him being reintroduced into uh wakanda as an outsider kind of mm. which works right we saw it in aquaman it works uh, yeah. aquaman that that worked out perfectly you have this outsider coming in and it, no more to a certain extent right he does that he's different than everybody else and they look to him to lead so it's just or, or just michael you know. b jordan's killmonger from the last movie right like he always knew about wakanda but he wasn't part of the culture right even though right. his father gave him you know the, the key to be able to get in and then mm-hmm. once he got in right he was fish out of water exactly yeah so that'll be interesting maybe it's kind of a combination of of the two in the next generation yeah. potentially right potentially so do you yeah, guys no, agree that we won't do, do you guys agree that we won't see another uh i don't think we'll see another black panther movie for at least five to six years i don't think we'll see one for a, a while well i mean to, to be fair 
it's been four years already, right? So, I mean, the sequels in the Marvel Universe are getting further and further apart just because mm-hmm. there's so much story to tell in between. So there have been conversations, obviously, you know, that Ryan Coogler's had with Kevin Feige and stuff. But as of right now, they're just really happy with where they are. But I mean, with the ending of M'Baku, like challenging to be king, right? I think we have a great dynamic here. M'Baku's king. Shuri holds the mantle of Black Panther. So you got kind of that like duo dynamic. And they seem kind of buddy-buddy in this film, right? So mm-hmm. in the future, I think you could clearly do, a, you know, something along, along those lines where, you know, you, you've got the politics on one side. And then you've got like the physicality and the operation side on the other, right? Imagine Umbaku w- just sitting in like a, a UN panel meeting or something. <laughs> Dude, I'm so ooh, that's exactly ooh, what I'm ooh. saying. Like the way the way fucking Ramonda like killed it in this one, just like calling bitches out, like France, you pieces of shit. Like, yeah, here, here's You're your welcome. Your You're welcome. Back. Yeah, there, here's here's the. You're glad we didn't kill like most of them. Probably I think we should we should talk it. about that towards the end because I think that's going to be one of the future things is is people's pursuit of of the technology right of the, this this okay, element so I think that's going to be huge sure, sure. which that I thought that was perfect but how do you guys think that the grief part because that was laced like you said George throughout the mm. movie that was uh, Shuri's primary motivation what do you think about that part and them handling it and how it affected the movie and the storyline and how it affected you as the as the audience or the you know the the viewer of the proceedings so i mean i've been reading a lot about like where ryan Poole was coming from when he was writing it you know how, how the actors were feeling about it and one of the things he said was you know when do we address t'challa's passing and everybody knows about it so you just do it immediately right so you just you literally just jump in with that but right what i was saying was interesting was how they used that grief as the primary motivator behind Shuri's actions, right? So mm-hmm. it changes her character completely from the first from the first series, where she's very very young and kind of like the annoying little little girl. Yeah, completely irreverent. You know, like was like you know, can we speed things up already? And they like the, the corset the actual... is too tight, and yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that was it was fantastic that they used that that tool because it's of course it's going to be like running through this entire movie, but to have it be this, the the central driver behind. Our, and our protagonist, you know, obviously it makes perfect sense, but, you know, given the tumultuous like writing period, you know, they might not have stumbled upon this answer. So mm-hmm. I, I love that it's, it's part of Shuri. And I love that they, they push it even further with Ramonda's death, which shocked me. And I, the audience that I was with was shocked as well. So now she's driven by, by grief even more. Um, so, I, yeah, I thought it was, it was handled well. Um, and ultimately, you know, she, she doesn't let it overcome her line the same way that, um, T'Challa stopped letting it consume him in Civil War, right? When he's when he's talking to Zemo, and he says, Baron "Vengeance Zemo. is, yeah." He says, "Vengeance is consuming them," which means Captain America. You know, well, it's mostly mostly Tony, right? right. Iron Man. Um, but he says, "It's consumed you. I'm done letting it consume me." So for her getting the mantle of Black Panther, not just in terms of like you know the armor or the the uh, heart shaped herb, but her getting the mantle of I'm like him in the same way where I'm not going to let vengeance, you know, consume who I am. I'm not, I'm not Killmonger. I'm not who he says I am in that vision. So I, it's so, it's so well done, dude. Like I really do think that like, you know, as much as I was hesitant about Shuri picking up that mantle, that she really did as bad as a job as you, you could expect. I actually exceeded my expectations. I absolutely exceeded my expectations. Um, but I'm also glad that even though grief was prevalent, it was still like funny. There were like great comedic scenes with like, you know, Okoye and like Riri Williams and stuff like the humor still hit. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, uh, Maku, Jesus, don't get me started, man. That guy's <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I, it's, it, was a, it was a good balance, right? Because you can't just have the movie be a downer the whole time, right? One of the things I hated about Interstellar was that like it was just a downer the whole time because it was just, like grief, 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 grief. Like, I don't like that. I think it was done tastefully in this way. And I think it was, it was well balanced with the, you know, it's a, it's a Marvel film. So it should be fun. You know, it, it's going to touch on yeah. some real topics. But they're fucking super powered superheroes. Like we're dealing with fish people. Like, come on. Like, can't they can't be all down? <laughs> Anyways, I, I rambled on a lot about grief. That that that's my take. I thought it was well done. Keith, I just thought all the emotions uh, were all present in almost all the characters. Grief, hate, love. It was everywhere, and I think that was the main focus for all the characters. It was just how to deal with it, and what you can what you become through all this. And Shuri became the queen of Wakanda, the Black Panther. And poor Neymar. Well, we don't know. 
Don't know about Queen. Yeah. Well, actually, no, they did say she no, was Queen, but they, she didn't go to the challenge. No, she is Queen. She no. is Queen. Right, but she didn't Mbaku, go to the challenge. As far as we know. So in in a I, ah, I'm trying, now it's gonna bother me. <laughs> Mbaku is going to be sitting on the throne, and then Shuri will be the Black Panther. Similar to so, how yeah. T'Chaka was the reigning monarch and T'Challa was the Black Panther, where the two mantles, the two hats were different. And so the, and right, they are on think... the same page is what uh, and it's going to bother me because I want to say it was Coogler, but I don't want to misquote. It was just on the inter- interweb by a, a reputable source that that was it. It wasn't done the behind interwebs. her back is that they were in locked in step, had agreed. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, Shuri is not going to be here. You know, I challenged for uh, the right to rule. And then it was just it went unchallenged. So they were in step. It wasn't like he went behind her back to do it. It said now yeah. he's on the throne. He's doing the politicking and she's doing the scratching. But I, to but I, point, I do think she was introduced as queen at one point in the movie. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I felt like she was. I thought so, too, once. but. We'll have to watch it again. Hey, just yeah, we'll have to, to see it again. again. Exactly. There yeah. we go. They, but I, I do agree with George. I think they did this movie tastefully. I liked how they had a balance of everything. But man, it, it just hit in the feels every single time. You would think there's no more sadness or grief. Nope, somebody else dies. Or nope, that happened. I'm like, oh my gosh, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, no, I, it wasn't 100%. I might have messed it up because, okay, so we. The intro didn't hit as hard as I think most people. Uh, it it affected most people because we watched the night before. Uh, me and the kids saw it, we watched Black Panther one, and Black mm-hmm. Panther one on uh, Disney Plus has that intro as the intro. So it, oh, it, they do. I just, yep. Oh, so if you go, no once way. once they put it on the platform, it has that intro as the intro. Same like how Captain Marvel has uh, the Stan Lee one, and just has it left there that's just how it's always going to be that's great until they change it yeah that's great they need yeah. to. um so so that part and also because we watched that movie and because like my kids have dealt with it, it it's weird to say like something you don't know right you, you you're dealing with grief like in real life but my kids coming to terms with the fact that like oh this character that we really like on screen in real life the actor that plays them is no longer with us has passed away yeah, so they yeah. went through that so for me I, I i would say that i i felt the emotions that you know that you would still feel but it wasn't the same depth because i, I kind of that. already went through the grief you know yeah, I, yeah. I had already kind of dealt it. with it no they did no that's what i mean like so we're seeing yeah, yeah, that and it was, did. yeah right but it, at that time yeah it, like they were f- like going through it and then finally by the time we saw the movie it was it was like that that part wasn't making me cry, but I know everybody was sniffles and tears around me, and I felt well, weird at first. But then I realized, no, nah, it's because while it is sad, I've kind of already come out the the back end on it, so I, yeah, I, I yeah. wasn't dealing with it in like that present situation. You know, I I one hundred percent agree, and that's why for me, like when I'm talking about the intro, I wasn't focused on how the grief was affecting me. I was I was very like honed in on how the grief was affecting. The characters, characters and the players, right? yeah, Shuri, yeah. Ramona, oh, yeah. like you know, Koye, like Nakia, even in Baku, like, yeah, of him. course, he lost, he lost mm-hmm. a friend, yeah. You know, we didn't even talk about how, of course, this would affect like Nakia, right? I mean, that was like, I don't know if they yeah. were buried, but they certainly were lovers, right? I'll so, be there to hold her. Losing, don't worry, they were soulmates. <laughs> they were soulmates. I will go to Haiti and hold her. Don't worry, my wife will understand. <laughs> <laughs> she might beat you there. <laughs> she might whoop my ass. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> But yeah, I, I think that's a great way to kind of just, you know, kick off the conversation because obviously it's a huge part of, of this this movie. Right. But another another huge part of it is, you know, the, the nation that they're competing against. They, they wanted to create a, a foil, not create, but to to what install, right, a another nation, kind of mm-hmm. like Wakanda in the same sense where they were hidden and also, you know, superpowered to some extent. So how do you guys think they like, obviously it's not Atlantis like in the comics. Um, and I'm, here's the thing for me is I don't know anything about the comic real origin of like Namor or Namor as he is pronounced in the comics, right? Um, I, I know like tidbits, but obviously, you know, they wanted to change their culture. So um, it was number one, just distinct from the uh, the counterpart they have in DC, right? With Atlantis and Aquaman and stuff. Mm-hmm. But number two, I think uh, it's important in these movies that they have representation, right? You know, and they were able to, to give that to, you know, black people by having, you know, the entire movie essentially aside from Martin Freeman, the, you know the entire cast the colonizer 
Right? Well, and Elaine, so now, Elaine, you know, coming from her. Well, well in this one now, in this one, <laughs> oh, now yeah, we've yeah, got yeah. some. Yeah, right. yeah. But in the previous one, it was literally, <laughs> it was literally uh, the bad guy. It was, uh, oh man, Kino Loy. What, what's his name? Andy oh, Serkis. He um, played. Uh, uh, Claw. You li- uh, Ulysses. Yeah, Ulysses Claw. Claw oh, yeah. Guys. He, he and um, what's his name? Martin Freeman were literally the only two like white actors like Joel up. Right. So it's just, it's great. That, and like, diarrhea, one, diarrhea, uh, what you call museum lady. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. With her coffee. Her sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if she survived that one, but yeah, so that's why I, I thought it was interesting that, you know, we got that kind of deep tie to yep. uh, a, a part of the world that I don't you know, know too much about, obviously, you know, kind of about the colonization of the Americas and like the, you know, the 16th, 17th century, that kind of thing. So it was cool to see the back history to me. Uh, but I had no idea that they were going to make him like 500 years old, you know, but I guess that that makes sense. So, yeah. What do you what do you guys think about uh, Namor and the, the, the Talukani civilization? That's how we're going to pronounce it. I, I don't know. I'm sure this is going to be embarrassing later on. <laughs> but uh, who, who wants to start? Kayla, you want to talk about it? I thought that was done really well. I, I like the idea of it because there's some logistical things and we talked about it off camera uh, or off the pod early uh, last mm-hmm. week in terms mm-hmm. of you in Iron Man 2 on the map that Nick Fury is uh, has. He there's a there's a the blip off the coast of Africa and it's in the middle of the ocean of the Atlantic Sea, uh, the Atlantic mm-hmm. Ocean. And so that's where uh, Kalotan is. Talokan, sorry, Talokan. Talokan well, we assume, is, right? It hasn't been confirmed anywhere. It hasn't right? been confirmed, but yeah, the way but, it works is that that flume yeah. probably sucked them all the way down there from where they were originally, which is somewhere in the Gulf of Mexico, uh, that area, um, mm-hmm. it, which is what it kind of comes out to. I, I like their their spin on it because I thought it was done tastefully. I love uh, Namor actually was my favorite part of the entire movie i thought he was yeah, done well i agree uh, their take on him how powerful just in, we, we talk all the time about making sure you you show uh, the audience the the measuring of the hierarchy right like power the, the power, power structure power right levels, yeah. so him sure. in the ocean near the ocean is as strong as the hulk uh not yeah. when the hulk That's is nuts. obviously increasing in rage but the fact that he's by water he's he's like that right similar to how aquaman is as strong as superman when he's near water that's just kind of how it goes so it like well when they're near water they're that strong i love that he's the original mutant so right now in the mcu mm-hmm. technically he's the oldest mutant which is cool um yeah. and they use that term in there at uh, least in 616 in the, right right in 616 universe um i i love the people i love their ties i love namora and like you know just the way that they they their spin on it was just awesome i love namor and his whole take on his his nickname right like without love so i i, I loved how yeah. they, they made it work from a story perspective it, it's just i did it i no longer see him as an atlantean i see him you know as someone from talokan and this is this is who it is in the mcu it made it it was seamless in terms of i wasn't questioning as someone who's read the comics i didn't care this is now the mcu version of uh no yes. more yeah and exactly. Fuck it. The, exactly the other exactly. version exactly. is for the books so i thought that yep. was hard to do and they crushed it yep excellent dude yeah couldn't agree more keith what'd you think couldn't agree more kiola but uh kiola and i were actually talking about this um i was I, I, again i don't know the source but they were saying that Instead of doing Atlantis because they already have it for DC, they were either going to do the Aztecs or the Hawaiians were going to be from Namor. And I thought the Hawaiians would have been just awesome because it kind of fit, you know, fit fits because they are fish people. Hawaiians can swim better. They can hold their breath longer. (laughs) So I was like, Hawaiians have been cool, but I really love the Aztec culture, how they, how they, how they showed the conquistadors bringing disease and they had to, you know, and they had to go somewhere else. I, 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 I love that. Glad they changed it. It was perfect. And they used the M word. We heard the word mutant again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Brought chills down my spine because I was just, just waiting for Daniel Radcliffe to show up underwater. Claws. <laughs> it's been a long time. Got it in there. Got it in there. Got it in nice. there. No, nice but uh, I, was, I, was, I was just really, really, really glad they, they changed it. A lot of people were bitching, complaining, saying, no, they shouldn't have done it. But you know what? They made it their own thing. They, they made it different. It worked. Loved it. And yeah, the costumes. So I, I, the costumes are unbelievable. I mean, look, look, sure. look at the costumes. God, man. When when uh, Lupita, or not Lupita, when um, 
Shuri says, Letitia uh, Wright says, mother, he's covered in it. I thought that was, I was like, yeah, that's yeah, badass. Because badass, yeah. we, we associate it with something that's purple and theirs is more of a blue hue, you know, because it's in, in the ocean or whatever reason. So I, I thought that was, mm-hmm. he's covered from in the it. algae. Right. She's like, we only, we have vibranium. And then Shuri's like, nah, dude, like that's all vibranium all over his body right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. So uh. not only is he as strong as like, Thor and and Hulk, but like he's covered in like you know the strongest metal on earth, which is which is crazy. But yeah, no, so I, I agree. I think for me, I was really surprised how well they adapted it. Right? They said, "Oh, 100%. we're going to take this culture and we're going to we're going to you know put them together." And then how do you obviously explain fish people? Right? Like, mm-hmm. what's the good explanation for that? And it's funny because I I literally just watched a Futurama episode where their explanation you know for the lost city of Atlanta. Because it's not Atlantis, right? <laughs> they moved Atlanta because they tried to be more than just a Delta hub. And once it was sinking into the ocean, uh, the Coca-Cola plant blew up and all the caffeine really sped up the evolution is what they said. <laughs> so I'm like, so that makes me laugh, right? But it's like, okay, but this is a joke cartoon. How do you make this into like a movie where like people find it believable? And what if you have a strain of some kind of plant that's been imbued with viranium underwater? I was like, oh, okay, that's perfect. Like fucking sick. Like that was just like, maybe it was an easy answer that I just didn't see, but I just couldn't connect those dots. And once they did that, yep. I was like, easy. Now we have blue people and I don't give a shit. They blew right. water. Believe They're like it. strong as shit, right? Yep. And it, it also explains why Namor isn't blue because it was his mom cup, right? You know, drank it later, mm-hmm. that whole thing, yes. right? Everything everything made sense. Yeah, it's like, God, dude. Like, I'm really, and he has the I X mean, gene, born with the X gene. I feel like that'd be so hard to, to talk about an origin story because we had the origin story for Wakanda. Right. We didn't really get the origin story for Atlantis in D.C. because it wouldn't really make sense. You know, we just start mm-hmm. breathing underwater. We're a branch of humanity. Like, but this was like so e- such an easy tiptoe into. Yep. Now we're underwater people having underwater civilization. So I was shocked by how well that was done. I was like, yeah, this is, this is awesome. Flawless. I thought Calican looked amazing. Right. So not just the people, but the, the civilization itself. You know, when, when Shuri got the tour, I was like, damn, dude, like Marvel's flexing their budget on this kind of stuff, man. It looked good. And it's all underwater, right? So you have Do you those kind of have effects. a complaint though. <clears throat> oh, okay. So, yeah. so the first time we saw Atlantis in, as an underwater city in uh, in the DCEU, that was uh, mm-hmm. Justice League, right? Where uh, what you call Mira is there and, uh, yeah. and Jason Momoa. So uh, Amber Turd, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bed shitter. Um, I, uh, I feel so bad. I should. I, I take that back. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, so they do the talking bubble, and. It was like, wow, because the technology hasn't caught up, we don't have, uh, you know, that in our in our arsenal to be able to kind of do the, the the graphic design necessary to make this look seamless. And then by the time Aquaman comes out, it's it's it looks awesome the way they handle the, the talking underwater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My one complaint as someone who does go into the ocean is that some of those people, especially when she had the suit on, Shuri had the suit on and people were coming up to her. I was like, mm-hmm. you look like what I look like when I'm holding my breath underwater. Like I could tell, <laughs> and I don't think most people could tell, but I was just like, you're holding your breath. Like, I, you know, and it, it's just, it's such a small thing to complain about, but I do think the next go around when we're underwater, we're dealing with the Talokani people. It'll be, it'll be way, even better. Um, it's gonna be well, better. No, the, yeah. the next go around is Avengers. Avengers is Avatar, the way of water. Let's see well, how yeah. pissed off you are about all the blue people. <laughs> Holding their breath again? No, but that's easy because well, they're all graphics. You know what I mean? Like all of that is computer animation. You know, well, so yeah, yeah, I think I'm it's wrong. a lot easier. I'm wrong because they actually can't breathe water now that I'm thinking about it in Avatar. What? Avatar, they can't? They hold their they breath, right? And they, of course they hold their breath, so you wouldn't have right. any complaints. That's stupid. I was just thinking blue people in water. You know? <laughs> I wonder anyway. if they hook up to uh, any of the sea creatures, you know, with their hair, if they do that, oh, if they yeah. can breathe that way, though. If it's not just a neural Ooh. thing, it's like a, a cardio thing as well. Anyway, we're we're oh. on the wrong we're in the wrong universe right now. Yeah, but <laughs> talk that about was, Blue change Cameron's universe. Let's go back to Kevin Feige's. Right, I, I I like we talked about how believable it was. I like how strong they made him. Him flying around, just walking on oh, air, God, doing oh. like the the jukes and everything. Sick. It was awesome. Straight out of him, right. The, him killing the queen mother i thought was nuts mbaku who yeah. we know is strong right again establishing mm-hmm. the power hierarchy mbaku mm-hmm. who we know is strong who can fight uh the black panther without the the, the purple herb just look like a bitch you know what i mean and yeah, I, I thought that got was, owned yeah and and him killing Ram- the queen mother ramonda 
I thought that yeah. was interesting because this is he we're, we're I'm rooting for him, right? I'm rooting for him no more, and he is. It, it, it makes him almost an. Uh, oh, why am I blanking on this word? It's such an easy word. Um, anti oh, an anti uh, yeah an anti hero pretty much because yeah. you're rooting for him you understand his motivations. I, I thought that was interesting because as as black and white as it was i understood it right of course i gotta kill the scientist that developed the technology that's gonna put my people in danger because sure. you know while i like shuri i like you shuri eh, do i trust you not with the safety of my people that's my job so exactly. while i like you i do need to insist that we kill this bitch right? hey, he hasn't contacted it. anyone in 500 years right right and yep and he's not hostile when he comes out of the water. I thought that was the perfect intro to a character. He's not hostile. He's like, this is awesome. My mother told me about a place like this that exists. It doesn't have to change. This is awesome. Also, I have so much. Uh, my my army is so vast. You don't want to fuck with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest dick flex in the world right there. Like, yep. yeah. Like, which, we're going to do this great. peaceful, but it's because you have to do it peacefully. Yeah, because yeah. that's exactly what Wakanda had in the first place. They're like, well, what could a nation of farmers offer the world? And, you know, T'Challa just looks like, bitch, you know what the fuck you're talking about? And this is exactly the same flex that uh -huh. is doing on them. Even even in Black Panther mode, I mean, like, you, know, you had to dry the shit out of Namor before you could, like, you know, even start to touch him, so... I yeah. like that they did that because I similar to we talked about it with She-Hulk, right? How do you get Daredevil, who is not an Omega level mutant or anything like that? You know, he's a regular right. dude, essentially, uh, mm -hmm. to, to fight and make it believable against a Hulk in She-Hulk. Right. And they did that yeah. well. And this is the same thing. It made it believable. It surely should not be able to because while she does have some training, she's not fully. I, I don't think that she's like fully grown in the sense that like we, where, where we saw T'Challa at in terms of being sure. a warrior and like, it's, you know, mm -hmm. seasoned, I guess maybe that's what it is. The seasoning. The season, yeah. Right. Like T'Challa was seasoned. He had seen stuff. Shuri has been in the lab and while she might she's have combat training, she's right. She him. doesn't have the field experience uh, to be sure. able to go toe to toe with a Namor. And uh, the, like him, I thought that was important that they made it, that he is like, like, dry he's about to pass out like he's in a desert even though the water's right there and just yeah. it made it believable it made it so that oh yeah i'm not going to complain about uh you know shuri taking him down because of course you take away his source of energy then all right yeah yeah superman yeah, kryptonite kryptonite. Around his neck. yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, it's funny yeah same, same thing <laughs> Jinx. yeah <laughs> right <laughs> but that's like i mean if you if you say hey he's as powerful as thor or hulk then like you were like, well, how the hell is this going to work? Right. Right. How it's is like, she going to beat him one on one? What are we doing yeah. here? You know, is is the sure. right, Dora Milaje there? Uh, yeah. It, it, like, yeah, all of it. When, when we you know, and that's one of the things I loved about the first Avengers movie is it was so good at showing power level hierarchy. We knew we knew who could beat who, you know, where they were at. And, uh, you know, when, when Hulk started raging, they didn't send in cap. That's for damn sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> Thor, the Thor you got to go handle it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I also loved how earlier on you had like, you know, it shows Captain America strong, but like he one punch to Loki. Loki's like, fuck is that bitch? Like you know, hits him out. And then later on you see Hulk just fucking destroy Loki. So yeah. Right. I, I think that's been so well done in the MCU. I just and yeah, sometimes it's based off the narrative, right? Which is which is fine. You know, it's gonna be it's it's for just telling a story. But I yeah, I really I really did think they did that well. And I also think they did it well, um, if we want to bring that up, uh Okoye's fight with them. Like where she was trying to hold her own. But Ooh. damn, they're strong because they're like imbued with vibranium where she just kind of has like armor and weapons and stuff. Right. I thought that was right. a sick fight uh, that there was no way she was Atuma. ever winning, but I Atuma? thought it was done tastefully. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. calling her warrior, warrior. I, I, the other thing, too, before and it's just something that's easy to just gloss over um, the, the font style and color for the three. Languages. Oh, very cool. Wait, yeah. no, no, I guess no, two languages because they didn't have subtitles for English, but uh, yeah. the Wakandan language and then the, the Talokanian, I guess we can call it, right, in terms of their language. Yeah. I like that, that. Was done Talokanian. Well. Um, yeah. But yeah, like that fight on the bridge where she's... Yeah, cool. Oh, and he, Very cool. Well, I thought it was cool that he respected her too, right? Like she wrecks the other minions who are stronger, right? They're, they're it, I think... Uh, what they said is that in terms of the super soldier serum, it's not like that. It's like a watered down version of that. So they're not, you know, <laughs> like, like no these Bucky intended. characters. <laughs> watered down. It's watered down. That's a good one. Yeah. So they're they're not as strong as Bucky or uh, 
you know, the, the Star Spangled Man with a plan. But they, oh, they, they um, are stronger than regular people. And so she John wrecks Walker. Yeah, yeah, John Walker. US there agent. we go. U.S. agent. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. And or the Red Guardian. <laughs> right. We have a lot of them now. Right. We, we do. We There's have a more lot and of more super soldiers more here. Man. It's all more. over the place. Right. And so they, they like he ends up respecting her. And that, I like that, that that's laced throughout it. It, it. It's like, yeah, like the, the respect. I recognize that she is, uh, you know, strong enough to 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 be worthy of me or at least giving my full attention to her skill. Right. Yeah. You can tell like she's skilled. She's skilled as hell. I mean, like, like I have to I be the think... one to kill you. Like that's yeah. how it's going to go down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sick. Like, yeah. That's true. I wish we got more of him actually. Hopefully we will maybe the next movie or if there's a, uh, him and Amora or... was cool. Right. Yeah. Very little of her though. Like, yeah, not, I feel like for, for as much as they hyped up kind of Namor and the whole culture, like, I feel like obviously we got a lot less of them than I would have hoped because you know, that was the whole point of the first Black Panther movie. Here's Wakanda for like three hours. Right. Right. Here's Talokan for half an hour. And I was like, ah, you know, yeah. wish we could have gotten more. But it's okay. You know, obviously it's not a Talokan movie. It's not a Namor movie. It's mm-hmm. fucking Black Panther movie. So yep. it, makes, it makes sense. But but yeah, blue people. Blue people in the MCU. <laughs> now we've got multiple references. <laughs> so yeah. Great, great scene. Love the, uh, 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 the fighters. Is... Do you guys want to? So let, let's just jump into it. I think we're kind of winding down here. But uh, Riri, uh, Keith, you weren't a fan. Iron Heart, not your thing. No, I mean, I, I, I'm not more of a fan that that. I mean, yeah, the armor looked cool, but I just felt like she was just kind of like just put in there. Like there was like Tony Stark worked his ass off to build the Iron Man suit, and you know had had all these you know like Iron Man one. You see all these tests and he fails, and he you know has the fire extinguisher from the little robot. You guys remember mm-hmm. that? That's the best scene. Mm-hmm. And then she builds it in one day in Wakanda. And it's like, well, come no. on. Come well, on. that's her second Actually, one, though. She already had a suit right yeah, in the garage. Yeah, but it just kind of like, it kind of felt like they were not really killing the legacy of Tony Stark, but just kind of making her a little bit more smart, I think. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, she, she, I mean, she is she's supposed to be. Yeah, but and, it just felt well, rushed. Okay, that's fair. I, I can agree with that, yeah. And and also, she was just kind of a means to an ends kind of thing. It was like, kind of. she's, she's a plot point. She was like a plot point, not as much as like her own kind of discovered character. I like a that, a plot point. Me. I like that. Yeah, like, because, you know, we have to we have to bring some conflict in. What's the conflict? Oh, she was the one who, you know, created the vibranium detector. Yeah. Right? We know, we know she's smart. So, I mean, but I think it would have been better if, I mean, I think that's fine. You know, she's brilliant. She's at MIT. She created this. But I think they should have gone, they should have pulled back on how advanced her suit was Let, let's just introduce her as she's brilliant and she already created something that like no one else has been able to create except for fucking people in wakanda well they don't even have to create one in wakanda right this has yeah. literally not existed before and so like we can start her there and then you can kind of like maybe like you, you kind of tease that you know, she's building an iron man suit or something but i agree for her to just pull out just have it and for like the cops to be fucking scared and shit it's like okay this is, this is a lot all at once when we've already got a lot of other focuses, right? Like we, we've got all of these characters. So I, I, I kind of agree there, Keith, now that like I'm really like thinking through it is I kind of wish we got more of a tease and a buildup so it feels earned. Because I feel like the problem yeah. was it didn't feel earned. Like when she started flying, it was just like, oh, she can fly. She has an Iron Man suit. She's just, and then when version two came out, it was like this fully, you know, I, granted, maybe she had some Gundam sport. style like, don't type of... <laughs> Like, what if, what if she said, um, Tony Stark actually, you know, like, I, I hacked his servers and I kind of downloaded his shit and made it my own. I mean, that'd be a fully fine explanation for me. But, yeah, I can kind of agree where, you know, it did feel a little shoehorned in when we have all of these characters. And now here's kind of an Iron Man successor-ish. It was a little well, they said that, that there is going to be a connection between Riri and Tony Stark. And we're not going to see that until Disney Plus. But I don't know the what Iron the hell the connection series. was. Yeah, the Iron Heart Wars. series. Yeah. Well, there's oh, two. Oh no, not Armor Wars. There's, oh, there's two. two. Yeah, there's, right, yeah, there's two. Armor Ironheart. Wars and Ironheart series. Um, yeah, got no, so right. yeah, so my brother was asking me about that. Like, oh, well, was it a woman? This and that. Like, it, you know, from the source material. Yeah. So Riri Williams exists Always. in the comics and yep. has been for you know some time, not super long run, but and is a girl and is hanging out with maybe MJ and Ned. I thought that was kind of curious. That'd be interesting, right? Like, oh, maybe she knows uh, Ned and MJ sitting around in the MIT campus because they're there at the oh, same dude, time. Yeah. Um, and so I, 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 I agree with you, Keith. I thought 
they needed to introduce her because that's been the the tried and true method of introducing new characters now is oh let's put them in another movie put them in another movie give you a soft intro so that we don't have to do as much on the front end when they have their own standalone thing that's how black panther was introduced same like uh spider-man right civil war was like where that kind of i think probably that's where they realized oh this is how we should do this shit Oh, yeah, or perfect. Thor, I guess well, Thor, you had you had uh, Barton, right? Like that or was Age of Ultron. See, so that to me, once once you were saying that both of you, because that, that was my one complaint with this whole thing is that it felt forced. All of a sudden, R- uh, Ramonda is like, oh, yeah, come help me out. And she just knows how to do it. That was weird. Um, yeah, I did agreed, think agreed. if she can develop the 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 vibranium finder, that makes sense that she could do something like developing the suit. I did think that it was rushed to how fast she was able to develop, like, you know, the, her Iron Man, the Mach 2 that looked almost as good as, as Tony's Mach 2. But he had, like Keith had said, done so many tests. Um, yeah. So I thought that was forced. They could have did what they did with Barton. Barton is an in and out five to ten minute scene where we're introduced to this uh hawkeye character and we never see him again till avengers but we remember who he was because of that scene where he's talking you know on the the camera like i'm kind of rooting for this guy where thor is trying to go get his hammer that's what they should have did with riri perfect plot point we need to go kill this scientist chick uh this girl who's a student you know you're trying to protect her because you you want to protect her because she's innocent yeah she didn't know she was doing and then that's it that's it that would have been perfect well, intro. Mm-hmm. You see some of her tech, right? Like you can see what she did with like the Mach 1, her Mach 1, where like they, they only escape because, oh, whoa, she has flight technology. I didn't think she had to be part of the conflict because then if the main, one of the main storylines is, is Shuri's grief, I thought that she interrupted a lot of that in the I, middle 100%. to end part. That, that, was, that, that was my one big, like a uh, little bit kind of off. That was the one thing that was done clunky to me. And, and you know, now that I'm thinking about it, we got introduced to kind of what would be, you know, the Midnight Angels suits at the end, right? Okoye had a like suit now, right? Mm-hmm. No, but, but wouldn't that be a perfect kind of, Shuri's been developing her own kind of suits, right? Yeah. Maybe she introduces Riri to them because Riri is now in Wakanda. And mm-hmm. then we get kind of the, you know, I've actually, I was looking at some Iron Man schematics or whatever, and, you know, then we can hint that like she's going to have some badass suit instead of it's literally Mark II in one movie after the introduction of the character. Where you're not right? the focus. Exactly. You're not the focus. That's not, yeah. it's not supposed to be about her. Like you said, she's yeah. a plot point. So yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, it was rushed. I don't know if there's any or, or if you add 30 it. minutes or 20 minutes of movie, then yeah, okay, you can flesh it out and then it probably would have played better. And maybe we'll see some deleted scenes that would have helped. But I did think that that's her story arc in this movie was mm-hmm. weird. Like it was clunky. Agreed. And and unless it was really like a, a lot of time has passed kind of scene, then like it, it still feels unearned, even if she's got like a couple extra whatever and you know, working with Wakandan technology. I, I don't know. So yeah, it's it's unfortunate because like she seems like a cool character. Like I'm I'm down with having more like Iron Man suits. Like I miss Iron yeah. Man suits. I, I want do. more roadie. I want more war machine, you know, like I'm I'm okay with like having like a you know a legion of I want a Hulkbuster. Yeah. I want more Hulkbuster. Come on. Yeah. Like no, Armor yeah, Wars, I can't, I can't wait just for. to clarify for her i'm excited for armor wars i'm ex- excited for ironheart because i think that she is a cool character and like you said keith for the young avengers i think that's going to be perfect um it's be huge it just it just wasn't fleshed out in this movie that's not to take away from anything yep. that the actor did or the character going exactly, forward i'm excited exactly. for it that's one of the reasons that, that's what i'm talking about the threads that they they laid out there for future properties yes. this is one where i think it hits because well i'm engaged now i like want to hear more about this you know this genius level tony stark level uh, you know genius that's sitting there that shuri is even impressed with right because you have these people who are just like the power structure and uh, hierarchy is established, like the IQ and acumen and intelligence hierarchy, right? Like Shuri was just as smart as, as uh, Bruce Banner and Tony in the sense that like, well, why didn't you think about this? Yeah. And they were like, Oh, cause we didn't, Oh, we didn't think about that. Right. And so it's, so you have these people who are in this genius room and Shuri's one of them and she's respecting Riri. So I think that that's easy to believe, but yeah. Excited for and, her moving forward. And setting up uh, exciting characters. We got Madam Hydra, Val. She is going to oh, be yeah. one of the big next level villains. So, I mean, it's her so, and Kang. It's going to be her and Kang until Dr. Doom arrives. 
I mean, she she's already a villain, or at least an anti-hero, or but something. But anyways, setting um, up the setting up the Thunderbolts. I actually thought we were going to see when she arrested uh, uh, Ross. I thought uh, I thought John Walker was going to appear, like in the corner. I thought he was going to be there been with a shield. I would I would I was I was waiting that. for him to be like, as soon as she hands the handcuffs, he was going to come out of the corner. I was like, come on. Yeah, that have been a good reason for him to be there necessarily. Eh, um, that's that's her last. Yeah, I am. I am absolutely loving the fact that she was not only in this movie, which seemed kind of random, but actually did make sense if she's the head of the CIA because that was Ross's position, or he's somewhere yeah. high up in the CIA. But also that she has a personal history with Ross. Fantastic. That was fun. That, that, that they're exes. Fleshed um, her character then, out a little bit. Yeah. Oh it yeah, did. and the, the fact that like they their interactions were like so fucking entertaining. Like I I, I love. I love that she felt it was super awkward. He was like on the phone with like his girlfriend his or something mama, like that. Yeah. yeah, and she was like, "All right, I got to oh, it was yeah, it was, it was it was great." But um, so on on all these like threads, so I know Kill, that's something you wanted to touch on, right? So we've touched on kind of the Riri Williams thread, moving into Armor Wars, Iron Heart. Like, so what are the other ones that you wanted to touch on uh, in terms of you know the MCU moving forward, the implications of this movie on you know Phase Five, Phase Six. Right. So I think we kind of figured out the storyline for the Thunderbolts, right? Obviously, Val is putting putting together a team. Um, mm-hmm. She has uh, y- uh, Yelena as the new Black Widow or the White Widow. And then you have John mm-hmm. Walker as U.S. agent. And so she's re- and she have Baron Zemo that's going to be in there. I think she's going to get Bucky. Well, that one's not concern- confirmed yet. Not confirmed. But I think I, we, we, we have can, Bucky. We, we assume, have Ghost. Right? We have, we have Ghost. And then obviously yeah. uh, Harrison Ford's new uh, iteration of oh yeah right eight hey, hi Ross. General Ross. Oh. So I thought it was it was interesting. I think it's a, a, an interesting. Sorry, I'm distracted by the cutie on the screen right now. Is Avery Keith's daughter? <laughs> Keith's daughter's on the. Screen. I am so sorry, but she no. wanted to say hi. I got hi, Avery. Working. Hello, hello. Aloha. Say hi, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. So. I think we figured out the plot for Thunderbolts. Val has already admitted, yeah, I want only the U.S. to have all of the vibra- vibranium. What the fuck are you talking day, about? Like day, that's, yeah. that's her dream. And so I think that's what the Thunderbolts movie is going to be about. And so it's going to tie into either Talokan uh, and Namor or Wakanda and, and Shuri and, and Baku in the sense that that's what I think the storyline is going to be. She's going to be going after vibranium. And so I think it's interesting. The other thing about the, so the the hunting for vibranium, I think is not just going to be insulated to Wakanda and black Panther movies. I think it's going to be now. This is a thing that's happening. Yeah. 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 So it's going to be a technology, a resource that people are going for. I think um, I also, this is one of my things and this is now uh, reckless speculation but I think that the Lake Bell character, Dr. Graham, I think that she was Riri's professor that stole. And who is she in the movie? Remind me. She's the doctor that's floating around like, oh, it must be the Wakandans when they're on the rig. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. Trying right, to so, escape in the helicopter. Because yeah, right, who's the professor? People try to on the Internet speculate. Oh, maybe that's Dr. Doom. No, Dr. Doom is not no. like that kind of doctor. Like, stop it. Like, it's not going to be a professor <laughs> level doctor. Like, that's not how it's going to yeah. be in true. I think Dr. Graham could have been the professor. And then she's the one that okay. funneled it to the U.S. And I also yeah. think that she is going to be working with Dr. Doom. I thought there was going to be a post-credit scene. I was ready for it. We're similar to an Avengers mm. where it's like Thanos or not, not uh, Avengers, or, but like Thanos is introduced with like the turning of the chair. Yeah. And, you know, what movie was it right before Avengers? That's where we oh, first gosh. see him. It was Thor. It's, well, not, not Thor, not Thor. Um, it was Loki going up and he turned the chair and it was Thanos. Oh, oh yeah, so oh yeah, that's right. It was Thor. It was Thor: A Dark World. That's where we see yeah. Thanos like turn. We just see him like the side grimace with like his testicles on his chin. Oh no, 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 no! That that was the first Avengers film. The post credits. The first Avengers. That's where he says, "All right, I'll do it myself." No, 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 no. That's the that's Age of Ultron. That is the Age of Avengers Ultron. Okay, so that's is when he turns to his right and looks at the camera, and he looks like grimace from McDonald's. Yes, All right. Age of Wherever Ultron. When he says he does it, I'll do it myself. I'll and do it myself. And he first appears in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Right. So anyway, long story long, I thought that they were going to introduce Dr. Doom there, where she was going to go back to, uh, you know, someone, and then boom, now we have this guy, and it's supposed to be Dr. Doom. I think it would have been Rush, so I Mm -hmm. agree with Keith. Keith Keith said that earlier, but that's my theory, is that Dr. Doom was trying to, he's trying to pump it, not for, not to help the United States, but he's trying to build his suit, 
because Doctor I don't think Doctor Doom's armor... going to come for a few years. Yeah, I, I I would be surprised honestly because we already have Kang the Conqueror yep. as this main right. He's the next villain big bad. And, yeah, for right. Sure. And so you have this Omega level villain that probably would be too rushed. But I, it's just what I thought. I thought that was going to be an interesting. That, that, that does seem pretty cool though. That would be the hunt for vibranium. I think is going to be Val's motivation throughout the MCU moving forward. Yes. She's going to be trying to put to manipulate the players. She's using bad guys and like twisting their motivation, like John Walker. Oh yeah, yeah let's you know, like Yelena. Oh, 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 look, look, look at this hottie. Go kill him because he killed your sister, even though that's not true, right? Right. Yeah. So she has her own motivations that's somewhat in line with the United States, or maybe like how well, uh, Red Skull was in line, quote unquote, with uh, you know the Nazis, Nazi Germany, yeah, right? It's like, no, nah, yeah. I got my own thing kind of going on, and that's I think what she, her motivation along maybe along with General Ross is going to be where that's moving forward is going to be what she's doing. Well, I mean, you can also tell she's got serious personal ambition, right? Like she really wants, like she dreams about, I mean, come on, dude, who dreams about, you know, but I think dreams about it. She, I think she lives in a world where she feels like we're on an unequal playing field and I'm trying to equalize it. Like that's my goal here. I, you know, I work for the CIA. If these Talakani people can just jump in anytime they want, you know, from any waterway and like totally wreck our shit. Like, we have to have, I mean, to some extent, a response team, right? She's she's kind of the anti-hero equivalent of uh, Fury right now, right? Because she's right. trying to build her team to address with threats. You know, mm-hmm. she, you know, believes are, are going to be, you know, you need an extraordinary team because you're dealing with extraordinary circumstances. So yeah. you can kind of get where she's coming from. And vibranium is one of those things where she feels like, yeah, dude, you know, we've already talked about the super soldier serum, um, you know, like the probably the armor wars is going to come into play where she's going to be looking to get suits. You know, maybe she's the one behind the armors war where she's trying to, you know, get Justin Hammer to, you know, build, oh, build some I new hope shit. Justin oh. Hammer comes back. I hope he comes back too, man. I, Hammer Industries, whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Done. I'm super done. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I love that her character was in this and that the, you know, that we know that she's in basically the end of phase five is crazy already. So we, we get a little bit of insight into her, but um, you know what? What's going to be motivating her? Not just maybe the um, the vibranium. I think I think a huge thing is going to be super soldier serum or equivalents of it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because these people are I injected so. like vibranium. There's rumors also as well that like her trying to create her own vibranium is how we get adamantium in the MCU, right? That's that's her version of it. <laughs> so I, I mean, there's a lot that could happen in the next few years. I just circle back to this, but going kind of piggybacking off of what you said, I have my biggest hot take of this whole thing. Um, oh, um, so it's that one is one of my hot takes that uh, Dr. Doom and Dr. Graham. So the, the Lake Bell character, yeah, yeah, okay. I yeah. think that's 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 my but I think that's pretty believable. That could happen at some point. But I have a big hot take about Val. Oh, she's well, oh, I, I guess I'll just do it right now. Okay, I'll just put on. it out. Yeah, I already uh, pretty much gave I was trying everything. to think of something. Um. I can't think of it. Go ahead. So for Val, I think that it's going to be an easy way if you're going to go with the super soldier serum and all of that, because I do think that's going to be another big driver. She could be the one that starts the Weapon X program. Oh, that's good. I like that. In the MCU, Val starts up the Weapon X program. And I think that would be an easy way to kind of introduce mutants and stuff like that. Wow, so, hey. so basically, the explanation for mutants is that no, this is something that has existed. Uh, all these uh, omega level events, it's part of it is from the celestial that is now in the Indian Sea. So, uh, yeah. its blood leaking into the water, into earth, has created uh, an X gene. It's just not always going to be. Oh, we're running uh, wild showing. right now. No, no, no. Oof. That's 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 confirmed. So that's what, all confirmed. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Rumored confer- confirmation in terms of. Yeah, explanation, uh, like, why are these mutants popping up? It's like, no, there's just the more big events that you do with uh, Infinity Stones and stuff like that is just awakening people's already. It's everybody has the X gene. It's just which ones awake and manifest kind of a thing. Yeah, that's that's but the celestial is kind of like that's part of it. Right. So that that. uh, the snapture, how many times they use the snap. Right. So those types of things are creating situations where I like that you know yeah. where you have Miss Marvel coming around and like oh all of a sudden like my powers are manifesting oh why oh because mm-hmm. of these high level events those kinds of things and so and you're gonna have off, more they mutants. talked about the metal claws 
There we go. And so Val oh, is yeah, going to be yeah. the person that introduces the Weapon X program because I do agree. Her driver is all right power. So if it's a resource, yeah. it's like you said, it could be the Super Soldier Serum or another manifest. We already saw that with General Ross and, and the Hulk character, the Bruce Banner character, right? That That's, sure, that's yeah. part of that. And then it just goes to, all right, well, you know what? We're going to find these mutants and we're going to turn them into weapons. And I then like Daniel Radcliffe comes out as Wolverine. Well, they did and- it with no, Ghost. no, no. <laughs> Jeez. Wait, wait, no, oh, no, no. Kiola, I got you one better. Kiola, I got you one better. Magneto comes out and it's Denzel Washington and she helps and she teams up with Val. <laughs> I- I'm hoping Magneto is Denzel because I, oh, I know he's so been cool. in talks with the MCU. Well, that was hoping. the rumor, and then Giancarlo Esposito is going to be Professor X. Like, I hope I'd, be, so. I'd be down for it, man. I'd be down Dude, for it. That's, Denzel that's pretty far afield from what we're talking about right now. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's, off the that, that's, pretty, that's pretty far down the rails. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time we bring up Daniel Radcliffe, we, we get farther farther off the rail. <laughs> but, dude, that's some heavy, that's some heavy shit, Kale, man. And I, 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 that's what I do, man. If we're starting to sprinkle in some of the X-Men stuff, I think that makes perfect sense. And I love that, um, that Val, well, Valentina, whatever her name is, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that she just, like, straight up is like, yeah, end of phase five, we get shown that she's, like, the head of the CIA, right? Um and gosh, I was going to say, there's something else I wanted to mention, because there's there's parts of the trailers of the, what is it, uh, Secret Invasion. Have you guys seen the Secret Invasion yes. trailer? Yeah, the new one. So yep. it, Yeah, so it looks like the president is under attack, right? Um, by, by, in the trailer. I don't know if it's been a while since you've guys seen it. But so the, the rumor is right now that General Ross, the Secretary of State, he's now vice president. Oh, wow. That's so Harrison if, Ford. Right. So if Harrison Ford is vice president and in uh, secret invasion, the president gets assassinated, who becomes president, right? Oh, so, the Red Hulk. And who, who works who works with... Yeah, well, I mean, there's so many things we can speculate about. <laughs> I this, love it, though. It's like a rabbit hole. The, but, we have, but we have, like, the president of the United States and, like, the CIA director. Like, we are, you know, these two characters that have been in the MSU for for a while now so it's just interesting to see like so we talked about the power dynamic we talked about the iq dynamic or the structure now we're getting kind of the political like hierarchy mm-hmm. as well like in the mcu because it looks like ellis ellis is out right so we have yeah. we have a new president but probably the vice president i mean how could it not be ross come on how could it not be ross that'd be so sick that would be a new secretary of state that's I, and he's not listed by name but the actor who plays the secretary secretary of state in right that so that's what i'm theory. saying yeah, so in Black Panther, we have a new Secretary of State. So where is Ross? And we know he's playing a huge role, obviously, in the Thunderbolts. Um, and, so, and in Captain America. So he's, yeah, right. And that as well, right? Right before that. It's Captain America, Ooh. New World Order, which also, you know, the rumor is they're dealing with, you know, Super Soldier Serum, obviously, as, mm-hmm. as like a follow-up. Um, but yeah, dude. Oh, man. It's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. It's good. So much. But uh, The Midnight Angels going, coming up. I'm, I'm curious to see where Namor pops up uh in, yeah, in the mcu yeah, yeah. next i'm Secret curious where... five, not a lot of opportunities looks like where he could pop up not really but you never know you never know never know right it could be one of the, the tv shows it could be in the next movie it's it i think i'm really it's gonna be an end credit scene it's gonna be an end credit scene i'll bet you guys a steak dinner tomahawk steak i mean he, he popped out of a river in wakanda i guess he could pop out wherever the fuck right. he wants right wakanda's pretty <laughs> Ocean damn covers far everywhere. the shower with captain america <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I, no more. All right. Oh, you know, he did such a good job. I just oh. need to mention, like, the actor who plays No More, he did such a good job. He actually, English, if you hear him in his, uh, in his uh, uh, PR tour, English mm-hmm. is not his strong suit. And I couldn't That's tell. so great, though. That's right. great. Like, really? like, you hear him speak English on the, off the cuff, and it's like, man, like, he did a really good job with me believing his dialogue in the movie. Yeah. It's no, really I, interesting. I, I totally thought he... I mean, he also spoke by him for fuck's sake. So the guy's right. uh, multilingual. He yeah. did really good. I'm excited for where he's going to pop up. The, the the Midnight Angels, where they're going to pop up. Riri Williams. I think that that sets up a whole new area. And then now Val, right? Val popping up on the big screen. I think Ross being cool. in uh, Secret War, a uh, Secret Invasion is going to be huge. So I, it's just, like I said, that was my favorite part is that now with Phase 4 done and the new formula is we get at the end of stories we get an Avengers movie. It's not at the end of parts, right? So it's, mm-hmm. so if, if that's a new formula, it, it, yeah, I can't wait to get a, the next Avengers movie, but we have to wait to at the end of uh, phase six. 20, but now it's like this pushed everything out. 
every time we've, we've, we keep yeah exactly the multiverse saga is this one and it really pushed it everything we kept waiting for shit to go on to like all right what well, what's gonna drive the rest of this what's gonna launch it off it was i thought that it was this movie um and it did a really good job on that so after the Hell. multiverse saga is the yeah. mutant saga Come oh on. probably i'm sure it's I, I mean or the doomsday saga oh i like that better Kiola, Daniel Radcliffe saga. <laughs> He's a brilliant actor. Have you guys seen Weird Al yet? The Weird Al documentary? No, it's, it's free Weird. on Roku. I gotta, I gotta go. Yes. watch it. I know. I haven't seen it yet. I am watching. Oh, really? This, this you, week. you watched it, Daniel Radcliffe? Oh, you're going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> going yeah. to. Oh, going on. to. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. And I'm not even yeah. a Harry Potter fan. Can you guys believe that? Love Harry Potter. Yes, knowing who you are and what your history is, 100 million percent. I am but, not a Harry Potter fan. I do not <laughs> like those movies. No. Nope. All right, guys. Always, uh, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. This was fantastic. Uh, you know, let's go see it one more time. Maybe we could do some, you know, some further like deep dives. Uh, but hell yeah, it's a, let's uh, let's let's wrap it up. I think you can find us at Under Mangoes for uh, what was it? Instagram and Twitter, and then uh, Under Mango Leaves at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, for now. <laughs> under the Mango Leaves at gmail.com for uh, an email feedback if you feel so inclined. And as always, Yola, sing us off, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving. Love you guys. George, Keith, a lot of complaints about the Wakanda Forever video game already being too easy. Um, did you hear about that? Video game is too no. easy. It's because you, because you have nine lives. Oh, dude, come on. Oh, oh. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, no, we'll see. Meal prep. Here him we go. And his, uh, his booty shorts and how they had to uh, cut off his penis in uh, in all the post edits of the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> post production. They had to like no bulge that thing. But oh. thank you guys. And as always, thanks uh, for watching. He said no bulge. <laughs> no bulge. <laughs>